Hello everybody, this is Andrew Schreier talking about addiction and recovery and, and today really focusing on the idea of rewarding. And this is really important, especially when it comes to the recovery side. When someone's doing good, they're accomplishing goals, they're making change and they're, they're doing things that are more in that, as we define, pro-social way. And then there's some, a point where someone in their mind starts to think that they um, deserve a reward. And that reward sometimes tends to be the very same thing they're working on not doing. In this case, we're talking about using alcohol and drugs. So rewarding is a very slippery slope, which can go back to using. Some common thoughts that come into the mind is, you know, I deserve it. I earned it. I worked hard. Um... I've been good, and all of a sudden it's like, because of all that, then I'm, I'm entitled to a reward, and there's some truths about that, but there's also the slippery slope that, that I'm talking about, which is rewarding yourself with the very same thing that, you know, we're trying to not go back and do, um, which is return to a life of alcohol and drug use, so think about it for a moment, even outside of the, the addiction recovery world. Um, you hear people like with fitness, so people work out, um, they set a goal to work a certain amount of times, um, or go to the gym, and all of a sudden they hit that reward, they've done it, they've accomplished it, and then what's one of the things they reward themselves by doing is, well, I'm going to take it easy now maybe, or I'm going to skip going to the gym. Um, look at eating healthy. So all of a sudden someone's like, oh, I'm not going to eat fast food for like a whole month. So... The whole month they go without um, going to any fast food. They're, they're doing really well. And then all of a sudden, like, day 31 of, you know, doing it for 30 days, they what they do is they go to fast food. So rewarding is something that when we stop doing something or we set a goal to reduce something, and we accomplish it, we find ourselves wanting to go back to that. It's kind of like what we just did not allow ourselves to have or what we didn't um, want to do anymore. Now it's all of a sudden like we want that again, which is, is very concerning. So we see this all over the place. Um, and it definitely happens when it comes to people you know, trying to stop using alcohol and drugs. They do it for a while. And all of a sudden, when they've reached a certain a point, and they look at it and be like, "Well, I I deserve it. This is what I, um, I've earned it." And that that thought of going back to it happens. So there's a really good episode um, of the the show King of Queens, and I know in my other podcast episodes I talk about um, using television shows. I'm going to use movies, shows, plenty of things. Um, an article in the Journal of Creativity and Mental Health talked about how um, relating to shows and movies and stuff can really help clients um, resonate with some things. And I, and I love using it because it seems to work when people see it and, and get what is being portrayed. So in this episode, uh, if you're not familiar with King of Queens, it shows Doug Heffernan, who is um, played by Kevin James, who is a truck driver and he's married um, to Carrie... And in the show, the, the episode is called Close Encounter. And all of a sudden, Doug and Carrie um, start noticing that they're getting out of debt and they're doing better with their money. So 
all of a sudden the episode starts with them saying that they're have been doing really well and they're they're paying off their credit card entirely, which was like a big goal for them, and they were saving money in order to do that. So they decide to go out and buy themselves something as a treat. So here comes the rewarding part, and all of a sudden you <laughs> cut to Doug who is sitting on the couch playing a harmonica. Um, then he's having his good old fun, and all of a sudden Carrie walks in, and she goes, you know, is that what you, you bought for your tree, was a harmonica, and she asks Doug how much it was, and Doug says it was, it was $28, and all of a sudden Doug asks what Carrie got, and she ended up buying a $400 jacket, which makes Doug just freak out, and he, and he flips out about how, um, this is exactly what they weren't doing, and now all of a sudden it's just kind of going back into that old habit. And so when Carrie goes back to return it, she figures out a loophole in the system that she can return the stuff she buys, but doesn't have to really pay for it because she just returns it because like the return policies. But the whole episode shows, um, they even make reference to addiction in it, which is great. But the whole episode kind of just shows how Carrie goes back to her old habits of spending and wanting the clothes and not really paying attention to finances and it gets really out of control um and Doug shows what I'm going to talk about more which is like the the rewarding side that we can do without leading it to be something destructive to our recovery because we we don't want that you know to happen at all um so here's some other cases where some other references, real life references. So even in um, in relation to addiction, Bill Lee, author of Born to Lose, um, talked about his gambling addiction, and in it he talked about how he went to ninety um, gamblers anonymous meetings in ninety days. He did the whole ninety and ninety, and day ninety one he rewarded himself by gambling. So right there is a perfect um, connection between the rewarding side of all of a sudden you're not doing something, you're going to meetings, and then how do you decide to reward yourself by doing the same thing you were trying not to do. Um, and the Unguarded documentary, 30 for 30, about Chris Heron, um, former NBA player who had an addiction. Uh, one of the great parts of his story is at the end of the documentary, which I recommend everyone to watch, I think it's phenomenal. Um, I show it multiple times to plenty of people, even family members, because it covers the whole spectrum of the addiction. But towards the end, when he talks about his recovery piece, um, he talks about all the chips he collects and kind of the tradition he has giving it to his kids. And he really hammers this in big time at the end when he says he's very careful when it comes to rewarding you know he's very careful when it comes to when he's doing certain things and accomplishing certain things and you can just tell that he is because it's it's scary that it could turn into um you know a route back to to relapsing so he always mentions that he is careful when it comes to rewarding so we want to talk about how do we not let this happen how do we you know recognize which is the perfect word to use some of the success we're having the accomplishments the things that we're doing succeeding at without letting it 
lead back to using because there's nothing wrong with wanting to do that. I mean, if you've been reaching goals, having success, doing things that are better for your life, better for your recovery, um, making improvements with your interpersonal relationships, with work. I mean, if you're doing things, um, I have no problem, you know, as a counselor in this field with people recognizing that and rewarding themselves, but making sure that it's not going to jeopardize them because it can do exactly that. Um, there's a couple of things I'm going to talk about when it comes to how do we do that. So one of the things I said was recognition versus rewarding. So let's take a look at we need to recognize some of these things that we are doing, but not necessarily add into the I deserve this or I've earned this. Um, because sometimes we're doing things that we need to just start being doing now. You know, someone who's going to work and being patient when it comes to money. That's a huge thing when it comes to some of my clients who have drug dealing in their history, like significant drug dealing, not the I deal to my friends and we all use together, but clients of mine who have made substantial amount of money, they're used to all of a sudden they want a couple grand, they can make that in barely any time. Um, so when all of a sudden they have to wait two weeks to get a paycheck with taxes coming out, um, all of a sudden they can get to a point where they start to think, well, I deserve this. They get that money burning in their pocket and they got to recognize what they're doing, that they're, they're doing the right thing. They've been being patient, but that doesn't mean that they deserve some kind of reward um, for doing that. So recognition versus rewarding is big. The second thing you want to do is pay attention and, and increase your awareness to those rewarding thoughts. So really, we, we talk a lot about paying attention to our thoughts, our feelings, um, so pay attention more to things that are related to I deserve it, I earned it, I worked hard, I've been good. you got to monitor those because those could, without really paying attention to them, kind of go back to that automatic pilot thinking and lead you to doing something to reward yourself. The third thing is, this is one of the greatest things I've ever heard um, when it comes to rewarding, but someone once said, you know, pay attention and recognize that happiness is different than excitement. So sometimes we think that excitement means that this is going to make us happy. And the definition of excited is to be very enthusiastic and eager. And sometimes that does not mean what we are experiencing that towards is good for us. So you want to recognize that just because I'm feeling excited, which can definitely trigger... Um, the idea of rewarding ourselves, that doesn't mean that that's going to bring us happiness. Someone who gets excited about um, having a lot of money on them and that triggers them to be enthusiastic or eager to go, you know, spend some money on drugs, um, that's not going to make them happy. Temporarily it might, but th that's right away going to throw them back into the throes of addiction. Now the last piece to, to mention is that we want to find new ways of rewarding. And now this is the best part. And this is what Doug did. So Doug, in the episode, found a way to reward himself with a harmonica um, without spending a lot of money. He spent, you know, 28 bucks. You know, and they were 
probably in the couple thousand dollars in, in debt. So spending 28 bucks is not something that's going to threaten, you know, their finances. But Doug found something that everyone else has to find that, one, it will protect your sobriety. Two, is something that can help you with growth. Three, that is something that shows forward progress and not stepping backwards. And four, that it has benefits and not consequences. So those are the big four things you got to look for when it comes to new ways of rewarding yourself when you are reaching goals, accomplishing things, um, setting yourself out to do some good work and all of a sudden you want a reward and you want to celebrate that and there's ways you can do it without it threatening your recovery. Now that's the main point to make today because I've seen that so many times. You know, one of the big keys um, is that sometimes when we talk about what leads to relapse, we talk about like distressful moments, high-risk situations, things that catch us off guard that are are hurtful to us or harmful to us. Um, so yeah, a lot of that is like negative states of emotion, um, high-risk situations, which comes with peers and all that kind of stuff. But one of the areas that we always look at too when it comes to um, relapse um, and high risk is the fact that positive states of emotion can also be high risk. When people feel good about themselves or feel real positive, when they feel like they've um, accomplished things and done things, um, or they want to feel even better about themselves or feel really good, those can also be things that lead back to using again. So definitely something to pay attention to. Um, I believe you deserve good things by by doing the good things that you do with your recovery, you know, and that's not something that should be taken away from you just because you're trying to be sober. Um, and also don't forget your sobriety is a great reward. Sobriety and being sober another day is a fantastic reward that deserves to be recognized, but all that really means is that you've got a day of abstinence from alcohol and drugs, and sometimes it doesn't need to be anything more than that. So, um, I hope you learned something from this today um, when it comes to the rewarding and the concern with relapse. So, we'll continue to talk about things like this down the road. Um, hope you learned something, and this is Talking Addiction Recovery.